Hi friends, welcome to the Artist's Blend. Today we have another very special guest, Yuka Natsuga. So grab your mug and let's get talking. <laughs> All right! Yay! Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk yes. with you guys. Well, thank you so much, Yuka, for being here. We, um, for listeners who may not know, right now, um, I'm doing a contract at Magic Kingdom. We're in the Christmas show, and um, Yuka is one of the dancers that's on stage that you'll see pretty much every night. Um, she's phenomenal. She's incredible. But let's talk about what we're drinking. Yeah. Yuka, what do you have in your mug right now? Coffee with milk, no sugar. <laughs> Um, so I like the Colombian coffee. Nice. You can get it in supermarket. What kind of coffee? Coffee. I, I don't know the name, but like it's Colombian. Oh, okay. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> awesome. We are drinking, for those listening, um, a company called Foxtail. They're in Orlando. We're drinking their uh, Ethiopian Yergeshev blend. And I am enjoying it, having some good thoughts. I've had Yergeshev before. Oh, really? from different companies and it varies it's a very refined coffee um it is one of those that in my learnings and chats with other people about coffee you either like it or you don't so we'll find out at the end <laughs> well cool um yuga we're just gonna jump right on in we are excited to just talk to you about your journey as an artist and your experiences and um just have some yeah. some questions for you so um we love to start out asking um, most of us creatives in our lives have a moment in time that we think back to as our spark or something that led us to choose the path of being an artist. Do you have a specific moment or an event or, or space in time that you think back to as the beginning? Definitely I do. But it's uh, more to me like what's made me to choose this career as artist. Well, it's really full circle. So when I was... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Seven? Yeah, seven years old. Seven or eight. So I went to mm -hmm. Tokyo Disneyland first time. And I saw the parade. And I was like, mm. I love it. And I want to walk like them. Like, I want to walk, like, I want to be a performer at the Disneyland. That made <laughs> me decided yeah. to, okay, I want to, like, really yeah. be serious about dancing and then do this as, like, career. So... And that was like, the moment I yeah. decided to be a dancer. And then full circle now. And then came back to like in Florida, like like mm -hmm. not Tokyo, but like it's Disney World and dancing. So wow. yeah, um, that's like Thank the you. first like yeah. childhood, my yeah. dream. And then um, I decided to full, like, yeah, yeah, like this is my, my goal, my dream. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Is this your first job at or working for Disney? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh, how special! That is Look so cool. <laughs> I one one of the things I love about uh, watching the show is Yuka, your your storytelling and your your just animation in general is just otherworldly. You you're just a light, and now I'm like, yeah. okay, no wonder she's like <laughs> truly living her best life. Right. Her dream come true yeah. is happening right now. No wonder you're just beaming all of the time. <laughs> yeah, because when I was a child, I was like, I go to the park and then my dad film the parade or the stage show and I go home 
and I'm dancing in front of it and then practice like yeah. being like character. <laughs> oh. So yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Did you ever want to do a character performance or did you were you already dancing at that point? That my first dream was being like Minnie Mouse. That's I like yeah. <laughs> But like I got too tall, so. Oh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> well, so once you had that moment and in, in um, Tokyo Disneyland, and you knew that you wanted to do this professionally, um, what did you have in mind as the end goal? Like when you when you've reached it, you've made it, you're doing what you wanted to do. What did that look like, and how much did that idea match what you do now? So that was my last goal mm-hmm. when I was childhood. And then I realized I did, I did audition. I didn't get it. So, mm-hmm. however, I got a Universal Studio Japan contract. Mm-hmm. So I did teamwork, and then somehow my world went to like, oh, I want to see more yep. that yeah. outside of Japan. So I I went to New York for three months, and I saw that like so different. I was mm-hmm. I was the worst no. dancer <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> that oh, was no. like. <laughs> I was 19 and I uh-huh. thought like, oh, I'm dancing. I'm like good. But Babe. in New York, it wasn't like people mm. so good. And I was like, wow, this is a Babe. like level. Like I mm. never seen and I want to be like that. So that's kind of shifted to instead like chasing my dream of like Disney dancer or like I want to walk in Disneyland. Maybe I want to get better. I want to um, build my technique more. So yeah. that's made me to go this living in New York mm-hmm. as an mm-hmm. artist. So um since so since I moved here like two thousand fifteen, I didn't think that was my goal like anymore. Like Disneyland mm-hmm. is not my goal. So mm-hmm. I, I had a more different goal, like I wanna be a Broadway. Like that that lead me to this yeah. track. Yeah. And then you know, and then things come up and ended up this season so yeah. it's kind of it's really full cycle so it sounds like when you were in um or when the spark started and you started down the journey you were focused on just the disney thing in general and then moving to america and new york in particular you saw this new world of, of technique and just a level of yes. expertise that you were like oh that's what i want to do i just want to develop <laughs> my craft more and and go all in yeah Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That is really cool. Um, so pivoting now into mm-hmm. um, sort of a different uh, question, we like to ask people what a day right. in the life looks like for someone in your field. Um, and of course, as a freelancer, I know yeah. that no day ever really looks exactly the same. Um, so let's start with right now. What does a day in the life look like for you at this moment in time? Great. So if you mean like if I'm working, right? Or day day off. So let's say like if I have a work that day. Yes. So I usually yeah, sure. wake up, lately late wake up, like maybe 10, 11, sometimes yeah. 12. Depending on like if I have a show before, I <laughs> wake up late. But usually hey. I wake up around, hey. around noon before and then I yep. have a lunch, uh-huh. lunch breakfast. And then... Chill. Yeah, I don't do anything. Yeah, and you mentioned like waking up at like 10 or 11, Perfect. sometimes 12, yeah. and that sounds late. But I mean, when you're working till yeah. like our, our last show is what, 11.55? Yeah. And then 
you don't get home till probably 12 45 yep. or one and you have to eat dinner and, and shower and do all the things so yeah noon is not late at all no. when you're on that schedule <laughs> right but after however though we we do i my contract is only four days a week so like we don't do the show every day so sometimes like today day off like my body's kind of confused mm. like i can wake mm-hmm. a party but like no i shouldn't sleep like you know <laughs> yeah so when you are back in person in new york city when you're not doing a contract somewhere else or on a tour um what might a day in the life look like for you while you're up there yes yeah, so in uh i've been the road actually like two or one one and a half years because i did the tours so surely maybe like after pandemic i didn't spend enough time to like doing like just walking and then do the audition so but before pandemic i was teaching i was going to class and i got audition that was my life like in the morning i wake up and then go to that um sometimes go to the studying audition or teach okay or like go to the yeah. company and the company oh, yeah. hosting those little gigs and the gig so that was uh my first couple of years and then i booked that national tour and then I just went on the mm-hmm. road. So, yeah. What is um, what has been some of your most interesting experiences on the road? Because I, I you did it was Cats and then South Pacific and what was there was the third one right? And American Paris. Oh, yes, American Paris. So you've been on the road a lot, yes, doing yes. a lot of different types of things. So what what are some of your favorite memories or crazy stories or <laughs> any fun things that come to mind? Uh, so many. So, well, crazy story. Not crazy, but like I learned a lot to so, um, yeah. how to take care of myself on the road. First tour okay. was that. Yeah. Uh, it was two tour together, actually. And America in Paris wow. and South Pacific was the same tour. But we wrote it. Oh, my goodness. Really? It was really interesting. And I think what? none of the company did that before. So, yeah, I know, right? Because pandemic, they closed down. That America in Paris was going on the road, but halfway they closed yeah. down. So then they mm. reopened, but it was just a couple, like 20 shows left. Yes. So they yeah. opened mm-hmm. whole year, I mean, six months, six months for the South Pacific track left over America in Paris. That's what we did. Uh. So that's why like we went some city mm. for America in Paris. And some city yep. for um, South Pacific. That's a really interesting process. Oy. I had no idea that that was ever tried before, let alone done. When you think about your career as a whole from beginning to now, um, what are maybe one or two of the most defining moments that shaped who you are as a dancer, as an educator, as a, as a human, and just as an artist in general? We ask the big questions here. <laughs> yeah, it's a hard one, and it doesn't have to be like this is the <laughs> one thing. It can be like it, one yeah. of the things. Um, I think I cannot pick one. I do have, let's say, if I pick, like since I came to New York, it's every moment is actually shaped me as an artist, and those a. Eight and a half years, it's been my whole different experience having done. I was in Japan, 
somebody twice kick I think it's gonna like I would say fall and then first one is when I went to AD school and that was my first dance school in my life and I met my mentor and my friend and I learned technique and that gave me a lot of confidence and that shaped me as a dancer. So that two years I went to the AD school was a big thing. Um, and then second thing was after the AD school, I was fortunate to join a dance company called Naini Chen Dance Company. So that was my first professional job as artist. And I learned a lot and the director, Naini, told me a lot how to be professional, how to be the even human, how to be the, as a human being. Um, she showed me and she taught me and that experience was really um, priceless, you know. Um, yeah. And well, like, and unfortunately, Nanny passed away, but still the company is there. And I still, you know, like I talk to still company members and like they are really like my best friends. So that's kind of my, the, my New York family, one of my New York family. So that's shaped me as an artist and as human. And I grow a lot with that company. So, and then after, after that, third one, I would say that's a, that's a tour I went, the American in Paris and the South Pacific. And that tour, first time I got cast it as um, principal role, then the end. It was principal role and acting role. So I was dance, I was, I would say myself like a dancer, but that show made me okay. I'm actor, so I learned a lot about acting, doing the show, and my um, castmate, and now is like my best friend who played the Brownie Mary. Uh, we every day, every day we come back to the dressing room and we talk about the scene, and she give me the advice, and we talk about like that. Okay, we can do this, we can do that, like that, and I learned how to be in the scene and how to interact with those actors on stage. So that, like going back to what you said about the character, like I, when I'm on stage, I perform like, and you see the character, like my character, like so that going back, because I did this South Pacific show, so now I can do through the movement, tell the story, being as actor, and dancer, so that's that's the show helped me to be me right now as right now. So without the show, I think I'm dancing differently. So that was a big, big, big moment and big show. I changed it and I learned a lot and I grew. Um, last one is the fourth one. I would say the cats, the cats tour. 
um, just whole process and the whole tour every day was a learning process. Um, and of course, I was like, how to take care of my body? Because that was like tour and then we dance out, we use a lot of our body and we travel, we perform every night, eight times, eight times a week. So to take, how to take care of my body, so learning myself, what I need to do before the show, what I need to eat. So that I learned that what myself, about myself, my health. And also I learned again that combining the character work and the dancing movement. So being the character as Victoria, but dancing out of choreography, one show. But through the movement, I tell that Victoria's story. So that whole process was, yes, challenging, but end of that contract, I look back, I was like, oh, wow, I learned a lot and I've changed a lot. So that cat show was one of big moment for my career. And without those, those moments, I wouldn't be here and I wouldn't be performing like now I do on stage, if that makes sense. Hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. That is such a great yeah. story. I love I love hearing those things and hearing your a little bit of your journey. Do you love enjoying a nice warm mug of your favorite tea or coffee? Then you're going to love Carver Trading Company. Located in Orlando, Florida, they are proud to be veteran-owned family business that selects the finest green coffee directly from several growing regions around the world for a fresh farm-to-cup experience. They source coffee in a socially responsible and environmentally sustainable way that benefits the areas where the coffee is grown. From light roast to dark, including blends like Colombian, Donut Store, and a Costa Rica selection, they also provide decaf and a wide variety of tea blends that pair perfectly with any rainy day or cozy evening with a good book. They also have gift cards available, making the perfect gift for that coffee or tea lover in your life who is, let's say, particular with their drink preferences. Not only are their products delicious, but they are wonderful people too. Definitely fit the good beans category in our books. So check out the link in our show notes for a 10% off discount today. We have two final questions for you. They'll be quick. Um, the first, we love to ask... Um, uh, as artists, we found a way to make money off of what we love to do. But sometimes that can be draining and you can sort of need your cup to be filled. Um, so what are some of your hobbies that you feel like fill your cup when you're feeling drained from from doing what you love? What are other things that you love? So I don't have hobbies. I would say my hobby is dance, though. Really? And well... Yes, it's like I like yeah. listen to music. I like watch the movies, but it's not like I can say like as a hobby because I don't know a lot. So right. more to yeah. me is thinking about okay, what's char- my character is, or like what's the movement, or like oh, go take class, or let's yeah. oh let's do the singing class, yeah. like let's do singing class, or look that music see, and those that filled me, and <laughs> I would say that's my hobby. Um, yeah, sometimes like, so if I feel like a little bit down for the dance part and then I might go like, okay, let's think about acting. So like, I'm kind of switch around when I 
I think still my hobby is still like this performing art, what I do. Have fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's all like developing your artistry is what fills your cup. And maybe like be the dancer side is drained, but you're you're wanting to delve into the actor yeah. thing for the day and that fills your cup again. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I love that. And then the last thing, we would love to know what um words of wisdom you might have to someone who's listening who's maybe starting out on their journey to become a dancer or an educator um, and who wants to break into the industry and do what you do. We have lots of college-age listeners and young artists who are um, growing into their artistry. And so um, what what might you say to them? Lie. Be. Hey. Give it 100% for everything. Whatever you have hey. right now. Hey. Maybe what are you doing right now or what do you have is not really you want to or it's not your final goal. But if you give it 100% yep. and you do your best yeah. and that leads you to next step and next step and next step and then eventually you will reach whatever you want and whatever your goal is. And that's, I believe, and I think it it is, you know? Like, so that's, that's, I would say, that's, I can give to you, to everybody as like advice. And, but it's not only advice to me. I was really fortunate to have mentors and who teach me to lead me to the path and to get the, those mentorship as you just, number one, you have to be you and you just to give it your, what do you want? Like you, I want to learn, teach me, right? That attitude you have to have. And so always be humble and always, um, like listen and then try. So then if you have like great mentor, trust them and that that helped me to get this point. So I hope like who who listening and like who, who wanna be like professional or whatever your goal is and you I hope you will find somebody like that as a mentor or even friend, you know, to um, give you that advice and then you can listen and be humble and try and then give your best to do whatever you have right now. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining yeah. us, Yuka. We really, really appreciate so it. Thank you so much. And this was fun. And I hope everybody enjoyed it. And thank you so much for having me. And yeah. This has been cool. great. Well, thank you again. Yeah. Yes, it's been so much fun. If you're in the Orlando area, come to Mickey's yes. Very Merry Christmas Party and see Yuka on the stage. And there's a 50% chance I'll be there too. <laughs> and it'll be a yeah. blast. All right. Take it away, Yuka. Eat good beans and drink good beans. Yeah. Have a good day, Bye. everybody. Thank you.
Artists Blend theme music was written and produced by Christopher and Sarah Bailey of Well Wishes Productions, a Nashville-based boutique production company specializing in multimedia production, live event contracting, studio, and live vocals. Find Incognita's infamous adventures on Amazon Prime and its soundtrack on all digital platforms.